Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet official or podcast. welcome for the first time oh, if you're Jesus. a new listener. Are you going to do that every week? Now I am. <laughs> oh, the, the audio just kicked back in. Oh, now nice. Yeah, so now it's, it just went real loud in my head. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No one needs to know that. To another episode of the Weekly Planet official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me as always is my co-host. With the, the Interrupter! <laughs> it's Nick Mason, it's me. What's going on? Nothing. Just, Just... Just living large. Uh, we should point out that our um, charity drive was, is still happening. Yeah, it is. Also, a big supporter of that and our live panel event, which is coming up on the 25th of March. It's fast approaching. It's filling me with anxiety and dread uh-huh. that we have to be on stage. But uh, it's being sponsored by 360 Fly. It's a, a type of 360 camera, which they're giving five away to people who donate to the mm. Everyday Hero page, which I'll link below, and five away on the day. We've yeah. got some other prizes and stuff that we're, that we're trying to... And they're filming the out. whole event. They're filming the whole That's thing. That's right. And we're also filming it in regular cameras as well. It's Ugh. all happening. Yeah. Ugh, and then we're going to take that footage and put it directly into the bin. <laughs> regular cameras. How many degrees is that? I don't know. What's that? How many is that? It's less than 100. Maybe it's 180? Mm, it's less than that. I don't that. think it is. 160 know. maybe. <laughs> I don't get out of bed that's for 260. That's right. That's 200 less, 200 less degrees than you get out of bed for. <laughs> yeah, so big big thanks to those guys. Uh, and like I said, if you donate to the charity page, as little as a dollar even, and bearing in mind it's Australian money. So that's so it's nothing. way less. Just find some dust on your floor. <laughs> donate that. That's an Australian dollar. That's it. So we're giving away, we'll be giving away five there as we well. We are up to, and we're a week in because we announced this last yeah. week, we're up to 13,300 and... 
I look at it refresh and I don't know. 300 and refresh. Yeah, 300 wow. and refresh. And I still haven't made a video on it either. Yeah, so right. I really got to get into gear. But all that's going well. I think there's a few tickets for just the event. $13,369. Yeah. Charity for two. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think for the event in Melbourne, I think there's tickets for just the panel still going. I yeah. might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there is, there's not many. Uh, if you can, yeah. it's like 15 Which bucks. was a surprise to me. That's right. And half <laughs> Who of that- thought anyone would buy any tickets to this? <laughs> That's it. And half of that $15 goes to Men's Mental Health uh, Movember, which is what we're actually, this is what it's all for. When you get when you get your mental health in check, Mason, society benefits, trickle-down effect, trickle-down economics. That's not, no. That's never worked. <laughs> but mental <laughs> but health mental does. Mental health does work, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of mental health, Mason. Yes. Can your mental health handle another alien film <laughs> prequel? You know what? Initially, I would have said no, but, but we just watched this four minutes. Something, well, I'd something. already watched it, Mason, because yes. I was I was prepared. You, I was not prepared. <laughs> but what did you think? I looked pretty good. So this, I, my understanding is this isn't going to be in the actual movie. Oh, so I, I, I'm, I'm presuming they just wake up when because they get this, there. Because this was this was the crew of the 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 settlement, the terraforming, the covenant, people. the covenant. They just palling about. Yeah, but that's valuable palling about time that we should see in the movie. So when they're all horribly killed. <laughs> We feel something for them. Right, right. But this, this felt quite good. It didn't feel like everybody throwing catchphrases at each no. other or it felt like genuine friends having a good friend time. And like real looking people. Yeah, right. Except for Billy Crudup. He's very handsome. Very handsome. And <laughs> Fastbender, but you don't expect him to be right, that, that's real That's true. Looking. He's a robot. Yeah. So yeah. that's he's, he could be... Maybe Crudup's a robot. Maybe that's the twist. <laughs> Maybe towards the end of the movie, Crudup's face is torn off and he's a robot and he's like... What did you expect? You're all uggos. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> obviously, I'm the robot. Obviously, and, obviously Danny McBride's yeah, real. <laughs> that's right. And then all of them are just there, and they've got like spikes through their chests, and like acids burn off their their eyes, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that does make a lot of sense." Now that I and we're dead, we're all dead. But I think I, I, you're right. Maybe this is something they should have included in the movie. But yeah. sometimes I think it's nice to try something a little bit different, like. It's not a trailer, but it's a bit of kind of like, it's a little bit of behind the scenes kind of stuff. But I also don't like the idea of having to see this to understand the movie. Exactly. I completely agree. I'm sure it's a case of like, well, we've got to get them from all, we've got to get them from all formats. We're going to get them on Snapchat. There's a Snapchat filter where you can turn into Billy Crudup and there's (laughs) another one where you can turn into Danny McBride and there's, you know, and there's this and you, I don't separate them. I don't want to have to go in. Going, I would have liked, you know, I would have felt more for these characters had I seen yes. this thing, but I didn't see it. Yeah. Because why would I have known? I think it's uh, Star Wars does a pretty good job in the movie. Oh, maybe more so Force Awakens and Rogue, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Of you can, all that stuff that you can read or know beforehand helps. Yes. But you don't necessarily don't need, need to it. know. Okay. But then again, I feel like Rogue One, a lot of people say, and I agree with this, you can enjoy that movie more if you read the prequel novel, which okay, I have. Sure. Which I think is true. Yeah. But it's kind, of, yeah. But I, I, it's a fine line to walk. Well, because you don't you, in Rogue One, especially you didn't. I wanted to feel more for those characters, right? Yeah. Well, it's more the book's more about uh, Jyn Erso's father. So if you oh. wanted to feel more for Mads Mikkelsen, Mads Mikkelsen. absolutely, I do. <laughs> I mean, you you feel enough in a way for him, but you know, I feel heaps. Yeah, a little more couldn't hurt. But no, I think this looks good. It looks really hmm. good. I mean, alien movies are very miss. Lately. Yeah, aren't they though? Yeah. <laughs> lately, yeah. yeah. When was the last really good one? It's, is it two? Yeah, Alien versus Predator two. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the best recent one. Yeah, but that's not. That's not like it's not a good. No, movie. that's that's schlock, and yeah. just, that's just a generic 
so it, that's just a suburban horror film and they've put aliens yeah, and predators exactly. in it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I quite enjoy Predators. Oh, yeah, sure. But, I mean, that's, like, it's not the if it's you, not if the you same, count yeah. in the same universe. But, uh, actually, did you see Predators started filming? They released the cast photo. Oh. Yeah, so... Wait, it's Predators with... No, it's... With two S's. I can't remember what it's called. If, I hope it's Predators with two S's, just to indicate it's the sequel. And they, I think they're just calling it Shane's, Shane Black's Predator at the moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he wrote the original. He actually oh, gets yeah. murdered in the first one as well. Or he's in it, at least. He's had something. He was in there. Oh, yeah. Something about him. I don't oh, know yeah. what it was. Pretty good. He was in that foliage. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. That Jesse Ventura destroyed with a minigun. <laughs> but uh, no, Alien Covenant. I'm, I'm, I am, I am excited. Looks good. It's got that dirty vibe of the old ones. Yeah, I, I am kind of like, is this just going to devolve into just like a just an aliens movie where just aliens are picking off the crew? Because we have seen that before. That's like, how do you have, make yeah. that? Yeah. Like, how do you make the xenomorph terrifying again? I you mean, know what? In that in that four minute sequence, hmm. I reckon about three times I felt that somebody was going to have an alien burst out of their <laughs> yeah, chest. Okay, sure. Somebody Even was like, uh, uh, somebody had just <laughs> swallowed, you know, too much too much cornbread or whatever, yeah. and she was like, uh, I'm coughing this up, and then they're like, that's Damn. that's going to be an alien, but it yeah. wasn't. So watch it, Mason. You're telling people, yeah, watch it because you were like, I'll just skim it. But you didn't skim Watch it. the whole thing. You yeah. were right into it. Mm-hmm. You know what else has begun filming? This is exciting, I guess, sometimes. Might be. Oh, yeah. And Solo has started. No, mm-hmm. don't have a title for it yet. I think it's just it's just been called Han Solo. Solo. We see the cast. We've got a Chewbacca. We've got a Donald Glover as a, we, as a Lando. We've got a Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Amalia Clark. There's someone else there I can't remember. A lot of other people I do not recognize on any The directors. Level. The directors are there. Oh, yeah. Now, the big point of contention in this picture is... Will it be any good? <laughs> will it be bad? Well, will it make billions of dollars even though it's real bad? I, I think, you know, you, you love a fun romp. I Let's think this to... is going to be a fun romp. Great. Romp, because it's the Lego movie guys. Yep. It's the Jump Street movie guys. It's the it's a young Han Solo, Han Soloing about. You can't... Uh, <laughs> listeners, you can't see it, but James did a little dance. It's his Han, Han Solo dance. <laughs> but uh... There's some jazz hands involved. It was very odd. <laughs> But what do you think of the hair of young Han Solo? Look, I didn't buy it. I don't. Th- I yeah, don't, yeah, I don't think that's his Han Solo hair. I think that's his just got on set hair. Right. That that's them doing the set tour hair. They're going to give him proper Han Solo hair later. They have, I, think. I think that's midway to Han Solo hair. Okay. Because sure. that, his, his actual hair doesn't look anything like that. You think that, that's a wig? I don't. I don't think it's a wig. I think they've like dyed it and straightened it and kind of whatever. Oh, but, sure, but, sure. Uh, but then on the day, yep. they'll make it kind of nineteen seventies kind of. Han Solo esque hair. I've got to say though, his fa- his face is pretty. He's pretty close, <laughs> don't you reckon? Yeah, he's got a close face. <laughs> close to what? What are, what are we talking about? I was saying close to Harrison Ford. Is that what you were saying? No, just close to to things, probably. Close to from like, time to time. I bet, okay. his, I bet his face has been close to things. Yeah, I don't doubt probably it. Probably within a couple of parsecs of many things. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Whatever that is. Mm. Uh, but it's what's interesting though. Is it still opening? We'll, on, we'll see about that. What's interesting, James? It's still interesting. Well, this is interesting, for one. Oh, he's doing the dance again. Slightly <laughs> different. He's got closed hands now. He's spoiling for a fight and he's dancing. It's still opening in May uh, of 2018, next year. Right. Which means we're going to get episode eight. Uh-huh. And then a few months later, we're getting Han Solo, which means December is... We're not getting a Star Wars movie in December in 2018. Ooh. Unless... Ooh. Do you think it's possible... To get a film underway, a secret project, get it filming and get it released before December of next year. Yes. I think it would be, right? They wouldn't do it, though. You don't think they might be like, they'll announce at Star Wars Celebration, which is in like a month, be like, 
and we're making an Obi Wan movie, or we're making a Boba oh, Fett movie. Oh, I see. Movie. I thought you meant that secret. I thought you. I was like, this is very ambitious. Like, release a secret project, no December twenty eighteen. They could never release a secret Star Wars movie. Mm. It could never happen. Yeah. I'd like to be surprised, Mason, but, yeah. but no. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that's a possibility? Because because December has been the Star Wars month, right? Yeah, that's what they've been smashing at Mason out yeah. of the park. Mm-hmm. Don't even look in the park; it's not in there. Got to look past the park. Past the park. Yeah. Go down the shops. <laughs> Might be there. Might be down the shops. <laughs> oh, this is something that happened to me this week. I was walking past a supermarket. Yeah. Walking, like behind a supermarket, like with a like past the loading bay, and there were there, like, like these three eighteen wheelers parked there. Right. And then past that, there were like there was a little table and chairs, and it was the drivers, and they were clearly catching up. Sure. And one of them's like, "Oh yeah, so Sarah broke her femur," and the second driver's like. Oof, no good. And then the third driver to the first driver was like, no, mate, you broke her femur. And then I just had to keep walking. Because <laughs> there was no place for me to stop and, and just go, lean in what? and be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like how? What is that? Why did you try? Why <laughs> you, driver number one, why did you try and move? Why did you try to move blame to Sarah when clearly what happened was your fault? When third driver clearly knew... He knew the score. Why were you trying to trick driver number two? And we'll never know. We'll never know. God. Yeah. I'll have to just keep walking past Please do. the supermarket until. God. Yeah. Sorry, what were we talking That's about? That's amazing. Anyway. But secrets. Do you think that do you, do you think we could be getting another Star Wars movie in December? Do you think they're going to give up that spot? At least for that year. How long would they have to make the whole thing? Well, we're considering the Han Solo movie's out in May of next year. Yeah. They've got a bit over a year to turn it around. That being said, this movie has been prepping for ages. Yeah, yeah. So, presuming, assuming that, yes. let's say, then it would have to start by at least mid-year. Like, give it maybe a bit after. And they'd have to be secretly planning it the whole time. Yeah. Maybe if it's an, maybe if it's the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie that mm. some people want, which yeah. is a small-scale one. Exactly. It's set yeah. on... Tatooine or very set. few special effects. Very few special effects. It looks like any Star Wars fan film where they're set in a forest yep. or a field near somebody's house. And in the first, like the first scene, he loses his lightsaber down a drain. <laughs> so, so there's no, they don't have to do any lightsaber special effects. It's just him with a like a brick, like half a brick for the whole film. And at the end, he finally gets it, and he's like, "Well, that's that's a relief." <laughs> Credits. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. But uh, I got a question here from Glenosaurus Rex on Twitter. He says, will the Han Solo movie have a chin scar explaining the scene a la The Last Crusade? Because as we know, famously, Harrison Ford has a scar on his chin. I think he was in a car accident. I can't remember. But he does have Probably one. Probably burned it on his bong. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know Probably. You know what, you know what, do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Probably his bong got a little too hot on his chin. Do you know he was, he was involved in another plane incident recently? Did you no. see that? Yeah, he flew into some airspace that he wasn't supposed to, and they were like, get the hell out of here. Oh, he was flying his own plane. Yeah. Not, not a pilot. It wasn't a private plane. He was flying his own plane. Yeah, something like that. You know he loves a bloody light aircraft, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah he's he a does. menace, that bloke. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's a loose unit. But do you think, though, we'll get that scene where he gets the scar? Ah, uh, no, I don't think people remember that. Okay. You don't reckon? Look, I, th- uh, look, I think... I th- maybe if the the director, I mean, I'm, I'm sure all the directors are huge Star Wars fans of the of these films, but yeah, I don't think I don't think I you, look. Maybe it'll be something that ends up on the cutting room floor. Okay, sure. Yeah. Do you think it's a bit too much to be like, hey? Look, I don't. I look if if this is a Han Solo movie that I want, I want it to be fast. I don't want it to pithy, pithy. I don't want it to be bogged down in unnecessary scenes where he's burning his chin on his bong or whatever. <laughs> his space. So bong. so in. 
the last crusade, he gets it by trying to whip a lion in a circus carriage. That's right. Is there going to be the equivalent? So you don't think there'll be any equivalent of that? Nah. Other than him just maybe taking a, yeah. He's got some spice in a bong. He's got yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the drug. Yeah. That's the bloody drug. Ooh, last question. Do you think it'll be the same guy? We've said this before. Do you think they're going to cast this guy as young Indiana Jones? Alden Ehrenreich. No, no. Because it gives too much power to one man. It gives too much power to one man, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And maybe they want to see how this kind of plays out as yeah. well, mm-hmm. how people accept him. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. I think if he does well in this, people people will demand that they cast him. This would have to be the ultimate star-making. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I buy it. Like, you know, for, for Harrison Ford, Han Solo was, because it was an original character. Yeah. And, uh, you know, his take on that mm. but this guy's just doing an impression you don't give this guy another franchise based on an impression he's done surely I, well i don't think they went for impression that's the impression that i got oh, that yeah. they went more <laughs> capture the spirit uh-huh. and the hair yep. loosely if mm-hmm. you can yeah. but yeah but no I, I see what you mean mm-hmm. so this guy's no good got it yes he's no good no he's i saw him in that thing i saw him in hail caesar he was very charming. oh yeah no i've heard that yeah. i haven't seen it's it. the impression that i get oh good <laughs> Remember Scar? That was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I absolutely remember Scar. <laughs> Real big fish. Real big fish. Checkered vans. <laughs> Wearing a wallet chain. Little hat. Get a trombonist in your group. Get a trombonist. <laughs> Weird sunnies. <laughs> oh. What I enjoy about this is that is almost certainly describing exactly somebody listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> and it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> Never touched a trombone in my life. Never touched a euphonium. <laughs> All right. Uh, next bit of news. Yes. Uh, Guillermo. Does that sound right? It depends who you're talking about. Del Toro. Then yes. Yeah. He says that Hellboy 3 won't happen. No, that's right. It's off the and table forever. And that's the final thing about it, he says. Ew. I was under the impression that it was never going to happen. Same. <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't make enough money. They're too expensive. I love them. I think they're great. Uh-huh. And it's been like... Over 10 years since the last one, maybe? Yeah. maybe. Ron Perlman's very old now. He's still... I mean, just put him in all the... No, but his skin's too soft now. His oh, skin's too baby soft. Tear off his face. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, it's a shame. I'm just not surprised. Like, who? who's... Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where... I know fans trick studios into making it, then it makes zero money. <laughs> money that's like right. a serenity, do you know yeah. what I mean? Which uh-huh. was great, but... Uh, you know what I mean? It didn't... Was that trickery, do you think? Or do you think Joss Whedon was like... Guys, I've just got to finish this. Do me, do me a favour. Who knows? Yeah. Actually, did you see that uh, recently Fox were like, we'd be open to a Serenity revival, but only if Joss Whedon's going to do it. Did we talk mm. about that? Maybe week? briefly, yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the real world we talked about Maybe it. Maybe doesn't, doesn't count. doesn't count. It? No. It's not monetizable, basically. No, that's right. <laughs> but uh, do you think it's past the point of bringing that back, though? Firefly? Uh... Do you think like creative people, creative people should be able to move on? And not be kind of dragged Yeah, and back also, into... you have to get... It. Like, everybody's busy now. Yeah. Nathan Fillion's probably on his 15th season of Castle. Isn't that cancelled? Who knows? Yeah, who I, I would have said that about Grey's Anatomy, but apparently that's still going. <laughs> uh, you know, everybody yeah. else is on... Th- I mean, we've had a character die, we've had an actor die. Yep. You know? Yeah, fair enough, yeah. I mean, you can bring back one of those. Well, the character that died and the actor that died line up in one, one of the cases. I'm saying it's free. Bishop. Bishop? Yes. Is that the guy who died? No. Is that his name? No, it's... um Book. Book. Yeah. yeah. Shepherd Book. Shepherd Book. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. So I'm just saying, it's you're free. You're free and clear, Mason, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, so so no, you're saying. Uh, 
No, I kind of like it. You know what? It, it's a it was a western, and I like the fact that they just at the end they kind of flew off into the sunset. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, they, sure. You don't have to know exact. You don't. I don't need to know the continuing adventures. The main storyline wrapped up. Mm-hmm. We found out what happened to River. We know what the deal with the the Reavers. We know all that sort of stuff. Wash died. Wash he died a hero's death of sorts. Washed out, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I'm fine with it. That that's how it ended. In their face. Yep. Yeah, that's right. In your face, creators of that and actors, <laughs> producers, Joss Whedon, in all your faces. This is exciting, Mason. This is some good we'll CC news. It's nice to kind of roll that out uh-huh. once every six months. Uh-huh. Uh Matt Reeves is confirmed to direct the Batman. Because he was rumoured and then he was in and then he was out and then he's back in again. People are saying that was a tactic to kind of get more money that he would have got. Oh. You know, he would have got a pretty substantial... Reeves playing hardball. You know he is, He's mate. learned from those apes from that <laughs> Planet of the Apes movie. He's like, don't show your teeth or do show your teeth. Do not compromise. Thump your chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ride a horse and carry machine guns. Pretend to be a goof, then machine gun a bunch of people. That's right. Yeah. The Matt Reeves way. <laughs> yeah. So... I think it's good. I think it's absolutely a good thing. He's a, he's a good get. Now, they didn't mention in the official statement Ben Affleck, so people started immediately freaking out. Maybe Affleck's out. Maybe yeah. he's in. Maybe he's confirmed. Maybe he's not. And then pretty much straight away, he was like, no, no, he is. But what, I don't. Uh, to me, I'm like, well, this, isn't, this announcement isn't about him, so it doesn't necessarily yeah, need to yeah. mention that he's in or out. It's, it's just struck me now. It's interesting that at no point, because I guess when you interview a celebrity you have to sign a form and it says okay don't talk about their private life don't talk about their divorce or whatever why did none of them say don't talk about like don't ask him about batman because it's the same studio it's warner brothers so they want people right right, right. about it yeah you're talking about live by night or anything any of the last couple of things he's done yeah Yeah, it's a good question these are all good questions i don't know i don't know maybe they could have said hey ben affleck remember it's the, where the same studio is making your little passion project, so stop being so grumpy when people ask you about Batman. Because he has reached the end of his rope on this. Oh, I totally. Feel. He absolutely Bat has. rope. Yeah. But at this point, it looks like he's, he's in it and it's, all, and it's all happening. Everything's fine, Which everyone. Is, it's, it's good, man. I do want to see another Affleck Batman movie, and Matt Reeves is a... I think, he, I think he's a great choice. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's bloody make this happen, Mason. Not us. Let's make this happen. Let's make this me happen. And you. Yeah, yeah. Me and, yeah. Another bit of exciting DC news, though. Chris McKay is going to direct a Nightwing solo movie. Who's that? Chris McKay. No, oh. Nightwing. Who's Nightwing? Oh, I no, I'm I, just kidding. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. No, I don't know. Um, what do you think of that? Who's Chris McKay? I'm just Googling that right okay, now. Okay, cool. But what do you think of Nightwing? I like it. I like it. You like his work? Yes. Good. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, he did the Lego Batman movie. Oh, then great. Done. I did Which we haven't seen yet because it's not out here yet. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. And we're law-abiding citizens and we won't steal it off the internet we, for a while. Until there's a good enough copy of that's it. That's there, yeah. we definitely will. Yeah, um, so no, I think Nightwing, because Nightwing's a fun, he's a fun, he's fun yeah. Batman. He's fun Batman. So no, I think that's a that's a pretty solid choice. He did a lot of, lot of robot chicken stuff, this guy. So yeah, pretty, pretty bloody. So assuming they don't reboot the universe, we'll get this Nightwing character. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Even, even if they do reboot it, they could just... You could still do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, this leaves this this opens the door for if Affleck does want to leave, mm. we get whoever is playing Nightwing to take over as Batman. Do you think it's premature, Mason, that we've seen, that we're going to see a Nightwing before seeing any version of Robin? No, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, it's established in this universe that there has been Robins. Mm. And so, why not? Look, I think it's fine. I know we... Everybody in the entire world is aware of Batman and Robin, so they can extrapolate in yeah, their mind exactly. a universe in which Robin is not Robin anymore. 
he became Nightwing and then Batman got another Robin and that Robin was horribly murdered and we'll be back soon. Yeah, absolutely. And then maybe there's a third Robin. Yeah, exactly. A, a red Robin. A red Robin. A girl A girl. Robin. Girls can be Robins Girls too. Girls can be Robins too. Both the superhero and actual flying creature. Whatever they want. <laughs> Whatever you want, mate. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. That's great. So that's good news, man. Uh-huh. It's, it's nice to be like, good news, good director. Everyone's still on board. There's a Nightwing movie happening. Mm-hmm. This is good. I think Zack Snyder's not going to do another one after Justice League. All these things are... What do you think he's going to do after that? Some passion project that's really nice. not good. <laughs> you think it'll be Je- do you think it'll be literally passion project? Do you think it'll be Jesus-y somehow? I reckon it might be. I get, this, I get that he, sense. Is he that kind of bloke? No, I don't he? know. I just get that sense. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. X-Men news on the X-Men front. Oh, yes. It's all happening there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Simon Kinberg may write and direct X-Men Supernova, which is possibly the next X-Men film. Maybe it isn't. There's like six happening. There's like New Mutants. There's X-Force. X-Force. Deadpool. Deadpool 2. And all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So... But he says it's premature, premature to the say Jubilee so. Jubilee solo movie. Uh, boo. <laughs> uh, he said it's premature to, to say so, that, that that is the case. He's he's never directed before uh-huh. an X-Men movie, at least. Mm-hmm. I don't think ever, but he's but he's had a big hand in kind of like, in the mixed bag that is the Fox comic book universe, because he's done like Days of Future Past and First Class, or had a hand in, but he's also done like Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. So, it's, so he's <laughs> just involved in things. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a producer writer. So he, yeah, like his his ultimate role is dodging bullets. Basically, it's <laughs> exactly take yeah. credit for the good ones. <laughs> say you had nothing to do with the bad ones. No, to be fair, he does often like he'll. Well, actually, maybe not to be fair. He does come out and rubbish stuff that didn't go well. Or he's kind of like, sorry, Fantastic Four didn't work out. He said this recently. We're not going to do it again until we have a good idea. Just don't do it. Just, just yeah, just it. don't. But also, that feels like you know when a band releases their new album and they're yeah. like, their last album, we didn't really care about it. It was garbage. Yeah. We didn't put our heart and soul in. You're it. all idiots for buying it. But this one, we did. Yeah. So you should definitely buy this one. Are you comparing Robbie Williams' "Sing When You're Winning" to "Swing When You're Winning"? Because there's there's a big difference between the quality in those albums. I bet there is. Wait, which one's better? I don't know. <laughs> one Good. Of them, one of them swing songs, Mason. Good reference. I love it. Thanks. Anyway, X-Men. Yeah. I, it might be um, a Phoenix Force movie. That's I was going to say Supernova. Yeah. What's all that about? Phoenix Force? Are they going to do Space Bird Phoenix Force? They said the mistake they... He said the mistake they made with X-Men 3, Mason. Yes. Was that they made... I think it was him. Was that they made the Phoenix Force like a side plot to everything else that was going on in that movie. Right, okay. Because there was also like a mutant cure and... What else happened in uh, that? There was a mutant cure. There was an endless waves, wave of generic mutants. Mutants, <laughs> yep. They could... They all dress the same. And they could all teleport. That's, that was my biggest problem, I feel, with X-Men 3, now that I think about it, right. is all the generic mutants dressed exactly the same. Hoods. Hoods. Scars. Where was the, oh, where was a preppy one? Yeah. Like a little bow tie and an argyle well, you're vest. Not gonna, you're not going to rush a bloody facility, are you, in a... In an argyle vest. Maybe you are. I might. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? I probably you? would, yeah, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, so that's all great. But here's some kind of sad-ish news. Maybe stealth argyles. Black and grey? Stargyle. Stargyle. I get ya. This is kind of some sad news, but also it feels like it's... I had, I had a thought about uh, uh, the, the Phoenix. Go on. Oh, yeah, sorry. I did ask Well, I don't know. That. Are they going to introduce space You derailed elements? yourself, mate. I did. Yeah, that's right, with my argyle <laughs> vest talk. My famous segment. Uh are they going to go to space? Is the Shi'ar going to be involved? Is there going to be aliens? What are they going to do? Do they own the Shi'ar? Because in the oh, good question. I have no idea. Well, I don't, I don't think they come know. up anywhere yeah. else. I don't think. Yeah. yeah, I know anything. Any X Men characters are Foxes by default. 
Okay. There are a few exceptions to that. but uh, And I think a lot of the space stuff they don't have. Okay. A lot of the cosmic stuff. Because I would say the Sh- we only really see the Shi'ar as attached to the X-Men. Okay, then that's so probably... Maybe? Yeah, then yeah. You, you might be right. Yeah. Mm. So, but do you think do you want it? Do you want to do you want Jean Grey to magically connect to an alien space force? And did be it like, start like that in the story, or is that something they kind of retcon later, where it was a space bird that could attach itself to whoever? I think it's always been a space bird. Okay, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I, I, I've never read it because mm. I don't want to. <laughs> because it's essentially a soap opera, but everybody <laughs> attaches themselves to a giant flaming space. Bird. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I know it's one of those staple things that you have to read as a comic book fan, but. I, I don't Not want to. I don't want to. Not gonna. <laughs> yeah. right. So Patrick Stewart, though, he said that uh, he's done playing Professor X. Did you say? Did you say he did a tweet this this week it's from his GQ photo shoot or something? It's oh, really? just, <laughs> It's just a series of photos of him looking looking real, Check fl- it, he's real good, fly. He's good enough to be on the cover of Men's Health. Ah, uh, well, I've not seen him with his shirt off, I but potentially. Yeah, I think he could do I it. I he's probably in great shape. You don't shape always have age. to take your shirt off for men's health, though. Oh, don't you? No. Huh. You, can, you can wear a T-shirt. If you're a coward. <laughs> yeah, this, right. It's the coward issue. <laughs> they Photoshop it anyway, doesn't but it? But I feel also, because apparently what you have to do, I think we've even talked about this in the podcast yeah. before, but when you, you you have to get real swole, yep. and then the night before you have to get, get really drunk or something, yeah. and dehydrate yourself. And, and like the days before that, not drink water. Yeah. So you turn up and you barely know what's happening. So I think he might die. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. he might disintegrate like he did in X-Men 3. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, he said, uh, after watching a screening of Logan, he said, I realised there was never a better, more perfect... Uh, a more sensitive, emotional, and beautiful way to say au revoir to Charles Xavier than this movie. So I told Hugh uh, that same evening, um, it's done. All right, we get I'm, it. You're I'm friends done. with Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> we get it, all right? I'm done too. It's all over. Wow. So I can understand that. Why, why do another one if you, if you, yeah. if, you, know, you hit the emotional highs, Mason? Mm-hmm. Why, why would you? Why would you do another X-Men movie? Why would anybody do another X-Men movie? The money. Yeah, I guess, right. I guess that's right. Just... Fox is throwing money at you. They've <laughs> got so much and they have no quality control. So even if you're a bad actor, they'll get you in again. That's how it works. Um, I mean, it seems like they're moving away from that. the older cast anyway. Does that feel like a spoiler to you? No, not... Oh, yeah, potentially. But Hugh Jackman's not doing another one. Yeah, like, okay. No, I don't know. Well, we're seeing it next week. We'll be talking about it in a big way. I guess people know already. Don't spoil it for us if you've already seen it. Yeah. Uh, but that feels... Stay to, out of our business. Yeah, right? None of your beeswax, any of this. <laughs> um, but it feels that would suggest to me that he doesn't die in this. Okay, sure, yeah. 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 Well, he also, he did die once before. And then oh, he yeah, do- it doesn't matter. <laughs> you <laughs> Spoiler forget- alert, none You're of forgetting it, it doesn't matter, Mason. Yeah, that's right. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 
NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. 
Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Well, Mason, what a what a week. How do you mean? It's just, all the, everything's happening. You're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this is the part where you s- slowly start sliding down your chair. Exhaustion's caught up to you. Like, what a... What a week, man. It's been, I tried to get real swole for the podcast. Yeah, you did. I'm all dehydrated. Uh, we do have a shirt off section. We don't talk about it, obviously. That's right, yeah. But it does happen every week. Um, we thought we'd talk about some interesting Wolverine stuff. We've talked about the X-Men movies and the Hugh Jackman Wolverine movies. We've, we've done that to death. But let's do it to death some more. Slightly differently, though. Oh. Because we're going to talk about this week some just some interesting tidbits and facts and information. All things Wolverine. It's the Wolverine primer. It, you better believe it is. Stuff that... And it's not necessarily stuff like, the first issue was in 1974 and it was blah, blah, blah. I don't know when the first... I mean, at some time in the 70s. I, it's 1974. You're oh, look at you. Correct. So you had that fact. You I already got it. nerd idiot. Incredible Hulk 180. I don't yes. normally num- remember numbers. But he, he appears right. So his first, his very first appearance, Wolverine's first appearance. I was, I was just going to say though. I was about to say we're not going to do generic facts like that. Oh, okay. But right. apparently we are. No, we're so going to do it. No, we're going to do it. I've got some. I've got some. Look, this is all I have is weird <laughs> facts about characters preloaded in my brain that would normally come out at parties and alienate me from everyone. But here's my safe space. Yeah. So I'm just going to shoot them all out and vomit oh, them all out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. What do you want to know about Wolverine? Well, what what. Okay, here's a question for you. So, yes. so he debuted in the Hulk. Yes. But what do we know about his past before they revealed every second of his past? Like, like, because you always said that the character was more interesting before they went. He was a little. He was a little Lord Fauntleroy. And, <laughs> yes, and that's right. And he, was, he was a fancy little lad yeah. in Canada. <laughs> yeah. He was the m- most polite boy in the land, <laughs> and then he became Wolverine. Yeah. Well, all we knew um, initially, we knew nothing about him. Yeah. So. The, the the issue of the Hulk, he goes to Canada to fight the Wendigo, right. who's like Canada's Sasquatch. Yep. Uh, and then he defeats the Wendigo. They're off-brand Sasquatch. Yeah, exactly. We've got the Yeti. Yeah, they that's right. The, the, yeah, Do we have the Yeti? What do we have? Do we have the Gobbledonk? <laughs> we, that's a- we, have, we, have the, we have the potato chip uh, mascot, the Gobbledonk. Yes, we do have that. But we also have the, we have, bun- we have the Bunyip. We have the Bunyip, that's right. We have, yeah. the, tu- we have Tucker Bag. Yep, we have... We have- Oh, the, the Did I ever ter- tell you that my brother met Tucker Bag? I'm sure you've probably even mentioned it on this show. We've done so many episodes. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Tucker the Bag. The supermarket <laughs> mascot, the animated paper bag, Tucker Bag. Yes. We, he's you- not animated. He's a puppet. He's yeah. got a little flappy mouth. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, my brother yeah. met Tucker Bag. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wait, which brother? The one you like. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. Good stuff. Anyway, go on. Uh, so he, he defeats the Wendigo. I don't think he did. I think it's a false memory. But anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah, right. Okay. And then what you're, you're saying, your brother imagined me. Wow. That's very Wolverine. Do you think he he was, your brother was implanted with a false memory in which he met (laughs) supermarket mascot Tucker bag. That's so Wolverine. Sorry. Continue. Anyway, 
he defeats the Wendigo, who is a gigantic white furry monster of the stature of the Hulk. Right. And then you, the Hulk, then, then Wolverine leaps in and is like, if you had to, if you you had a problem with Wendigo, I'm gonna, you go, I'm gonna defeat you because I'm I'm a tiny little man, <laughs> I'm a five foot four little man with claws. Watch out. Watch out. Because this was... Pro- like, he didn't have... At this point, he didn't have anything. No. Well, I found out as well that originally he might have been a wolverine... An actual wolverine. ...that evolved into a man. Correct. That his, that his um, spikes were actually in, in his gloves. Yes. Yeah, like, so I hadn't thought any of this through. Yeah, so the first appearance, basically... Uh, it was John Romita Sr. who created the original version, and he basically said, okay, mm. well... It's just a guy and he's got claws on his gloves and they retract because how could he scratch his nose or eat a sandwich or whatever right, right, if yeah. he didn't have retractable claws. But I don't think they ever retract in the, in the, in the comic book. He's well, always he was, just got the claws out. He's he was in a fight. Uh, and, and so they're like, yeah, he's just this guy. Mm. So what a, what a perfect opponent for the, for the Hulk. Just a guy with gloves. Guys with gloves. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think they were like, okay, if we were going to give him a second appearance in this kind of context, we yeah. would have revealed that he was just... Um, an actual Wolverine that had evolved into a man <laughs> or mutated into a man. Um, and yeah, and he just worked for the Canadian government. He was just like, get out of get out of Canada, the Hulk. <laughs> How um, dare you touch the Wendigo? It's me. He's our tucker bag. It's, <laughs> it's me, the, the uh, Canada's ultimate agent, a Canadian who isn't very polite. <laughs> That's right. Didn't expect that. That's right. I also read that he might, they were toying with other ideas that he'd be like a badger. And like, they were like, what's a cool sounding, you know, kind of oh, thing okay, right. be? Not the badger. I'm fairly certain for years I didn't know a wolverine was an actual creature. And I think that was something Hugh Jackman only found out recently. Huh. Like, I, I've always associated a wolverine with the character. Like a, right, okay. Yeah, I wasn't really, I mean, I knew there was a Black Panther in real life. That's oh, sure, a real yeah. Creature, but not Did you think Wolverine, Wolverine like wolf, like wolf-like? I know. Okay, I just right. didn't. I just didn't think about it. If wow. I'm honest, I'd never. That's your problem, James. You just didn't think <laughs> about it. About that. Correct. Yeah. Uh, then he just. Then they were like. I think they were like. Just put him in X Men. <laughs> Make him a mutant. Put <laughs> yeah. Him in, put him in X Men. They said as well. He was originally going to be 19, but when they drew him with like the hairline, they're like, oh, he looks older. So he was originally going to be like a teen, kind of. Right, character, uh-huh. which, which is odd to think about. And so, in when they put him in X Men, they drew him with the mask off for the first time. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, you know those giant, the giant wing things you've got on your head? That's your actual hair. <laughs> That's how he actually looks now. You built the mask around your hairstyle, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also read a thing about how with Sabretooth, who mm-hmm. we'll talk about more in a bit, I I assume that the idea was that. What was it? That's that the first drawing one a different comic book artist drew of Wolverine's face. Yes, didn't realize that someone else had already drawn his face. So that second face became Sabretooth. Does ah, that make sense? Yep. So the Sabretooth was a design of somebody else who thought that's what Wolverine would look like under the mask. I get somebody it. had already done it. Mm-hmm. I don't have any names here, but I do have that fact mm-hmm. written down somewhere. Yeah. Good stuff. What else you got, Mason? Any more? Any more things? Facts. I've got so many. Okay, facts. give me some facts. All right. Uh, there's 13 types of adamantium, and Wolverine's is the ninth version. Because as we know... Yes. What is it? He's, well, the bone claws... Seems we don't know. No, okay, so they said that one of the ideas well, as, as well at, at first, because a lot of stuff that they kind of were going to do, but then they didn't, uh-huh. they were going to make it he had like a... The adamantium on his skeleton was biological, 
Huh. So it wasn't going to be an experiment. And you said, I remember you saying ages ago that you saw Wolverine, like a, a thing of his, like an x-ray of his skeleton in the comics. He had like gears and stuff. Well, he had like electronics and wires and stuff in yeah. there. Yeah. Like yes, there's one, there's one point where he goes to Japan. Like he goes to Japan a lot. He loves it there. And, but in the 90s, he went to Japan and of course he, he goes to the metal detectors and they, it sets everything off. He's got a little card from S.H.I.E.L.D. that says... Hey, I'll kill you. I'll kill all of you. <laughs> Watch out for this guy. He's definitely going to kill you. He's a very impolite Canadian. But he puts his, they're like, what's what's the deal with you? And he just puts his hand through the airport x-ray scanner. Right, right. And you can see inside and it's clearly bionic right, in some okay. way. That's interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Wolverine is Wolverine is subject to the some of the most retconning of any comic book character, I right, think. Right, right, yeah. Where they've just been like, oh, yeah, just make him... This, just add in this, just... Do you like bone claws? No, I hate them. Yeah. They make no sense. Mm. Think of an animal that has bone claws. A wolverine. You, no. I don't know anything about nope, nope. <laughs> Nothing has bone claws. No, I don't, it's not a thing. I don't disagree. Well, it's like the same thing like Spider-Man, like webs don't shoot out of your wrist. The biological version of Spider-Man's web shooters. Out of his butt. Yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I completely understand but i mean it's possible that if a guy evolves to shoot lasers out of his head in the universe then a man can have bone claws well exactly i mean the x-men of course have marrow right who can pull big pieces of bone out of herself and hurl them at people yeah there's a few characters that could do that isn't there yeah i'd say so yeah yeah that's right exactly so what what do you what do you know about dark claw the amalgam character yes We've talked about it briefly before. It's the Batman Wolverine hybrid. Hybrid, yeah. And it's not I don't think it's a great design because it's literally just well, it's the worst excesses of the 90s. Yeah, that's because right. Because so in in the 90s we had the Marvel versus DC event. It was a big deal probably. Where, where the two personifications of the universe clashed with one another <gasps> and as a result all the heroes of the Marvel and DC universe clashed with one another. Right. And we we as we as the audience had to vote to determine some of the winners. Did you vote? No. Because this was in the, uh, like... You get the comics like six months later. The comics would come out significantly later in Australia than they would in America, so by that time... And you'd hate to sway, you'd hate to use your influence. Also, I wouldn't want to cut anything out of the comic books. That's a really good point. Keep them forever. They're worth a lot, aren't Mm. they? So anyway, and then at the the second to last issue of that series, I think, all the, the universes combined and we got the Amalgam universe. Yeah. Some characters of which were better than others, but one of which was Dark Lord, which was Batman and... Wolverine together so of course he was Logan Wayne I think something like that and he was a and it's literally like a mashup of their origins like they just stacked on top of each other and the costumes were stacked upon each other so it was like the yellow and blue Wolverine costume but even more 90s-ified right yeah (laughs) but it had and it was covered in pouches and it had a cape and it it, yeah and he had claws and it was way too much I bet people were like this is the coolest thing I bet at the time and I think his villain was Joker and Sabretooth combined, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Which is just it was Sabretooth with like Joker's face, like if you yeah, look up exactly. the art, uh, it's too much. Hmm. Too, I mean, I guess that's the idea. But again, it did. Re- they had a second Marvel versus DC event, or they had a second round of Amalgam characters, yeah. and we got the Adventures of Dark Claw, which was Dark Claw in the style of Batman the animated series, was which was actually great. Cool. Okay, so, so from bad things that are no good, yes, you sometimes get a good thing. Yeah, excellent. Exactly. So yeah, the the. the do you, do you like Wolverine as a character? I guess is my question. I do. Yeah. I genuinely do. It was I, I'm like everybody goes back to this, but like the '90s X Men cartoon, uh-huh. like a real, it's a really good representation of the comics and the characters, and and Wolverine in particular is pretty, 
pretty pretty bloody on point. I never liked it when he took his mask off because he looked real weird. With, oh, I see. With his big, you with wanted his to big maintain hair. the mystery, sure, Absolutely, I understand. Yeah. yeah, but so that that to me was like my first exposure to him. But what about you? Were you were you a fan? Ah. Uh, Yes, but I have become increasingly less of a fan yeah. as the, as the character has evolved. And again, we've is that is that because of the origin being revealed, or it's what is the that? origin being revealed? It's the 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 nature the, of his healing factor. It's the fanboy adulation that's led to him becoming this indestructible being. Right. I liked, but the first, I actually looked it up because I wasn't uh, I couldn't remember where I first saw the character, and I looked it up. It's a it was actually a six page comic there there was this there was this this Marvel anniversary book that came out in like 1990 or something like that it was called Marvel 5 Fabulous Decades of and they did this reprint of this six issue Chris Claremont Wolverine story called The Hunter you can track it down at six pages that's my favourite costume yeah it's the brown and the brown and orange costume and basically he goes to Japan to track down uh, Mariko who's his who's his love and he has to go he has to get inside a like a, like a the hand stronghold, right? Okay, and it's you know it's surrounded by you know goons with guns and mandroids and all this sort of stuff. Um, and is, he, is Wolverine a weeaboo? <laughs> is that someone who loves Japanese <laughs> yeah, stuff? Right. He's always going there. Yeah, that's He's always true. appropriating culture. Yeah, Mason. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it is. It's only six pages, but it gives you this good grounding in this character, and it is like it's real bloody for some reason. Like for who a, did it? Did you say this? It's Chris, Chris Claremont, Claremont yeah. and. The artist, who who bloody who bloody knows, uh, Marshall Rogers, who was a Batman artist oh, for there a really you go, long yeah. time. Uh, but look, he's look at this, look at this bloody, he's he's chewing people up. Look at the yeah, blood, look at the blood on those claws, Look at him man. go. But it's you get this good grounding in this character. This is, I guess this is before he was fully in like the X Men universe, so right. he didn't have like he didn't have to become more PG rated. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like this everybody. is the element of this character. Um and he's just he's chopping the arms off. Mandroids, it's pretty great with people in him. Yeah. It's pretty great. But the the essential element of the character of this that I liked mm. is that it wasn't that he was the most powerful character. He was just so tenacious and he was it's so a wrecking ball. He was a wrecking ball mm. and the like you feared him not because he could shoot lasers out of his eyes or control the weather or had telekinesis or you know, telepathy or any of those things. Yeah. It's just that he would not stop until he achieved this goal. Right, Even right. if he was riddled with bullets, which he is in this story. How's his healing factor there? Well, he's Because that's changed wildly as well. Yeah, he's still riddled with bullets by the end of this. <laughs> okay, like, cool. there are bleeding bullet holes in him at the end of this. Yeah. But in, you know, in, in current editions, if he's... If they put a hundred bullets in him... Well, he's dead at the moment, but... Oh, exactly, yeah. No, that's back, true. But, yeah. but, you know... Uh, if he's if somebody puts a hundred bullets in him, his body will spit all the bullets out, and they'll all seal up, and yeah. he'll be fine in two seconds. Yeah. The idea behind this character is he's riddled with bullets, and he'll be fine in a couple of days. Yes. Which is still insane. Yeah. But he's not magically. Where where's the mass coming from? Yeah, I, I don't. Where, where are where's a hundred bullets worth of mass coming from? Good question. Well, there's been moments as well where he's been reduced to a skeleton and like come a back. single like ridiculous. You know, I don't like it. Yeah. And I don't like. I love the idea that he he's like Batman in the Justice League, yeah. that he's more or less a normal man-ish. Sure. I mean, he's got Com- some super strength. Yeah, but yeah. compared to everybody else, yeah. he's this ground-level guy. Compared to like a Juggernaut or a yeah. Magneto or whatever. And yeah. that's why I also like the idea of the, the fact that these adamantium claws were built into him. Right, like yes. By, it's an addition. It's an addition. Yeah. That they went, you know what, you know, this guy who's got this healing factor... 
This would go really if, well with If we that. cut him into little pieces and we put the adamantium skeleton and the claws into him, mm. he will heal up and then we can use him yeah. as, as a weapon. He's like, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. The skill that he has is perfect for this, yeah. for this thing. Yeah. Mm. What about how the time that it was, it was pulled out of his body by Magneto? Oh, I remember that. That was a, that was a big deal at the time. Fatal Attraction it? was the storyline, like I think. That. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. A, you could see the comic panel where it just, just kind of just rips all out of everything. Look, I think that's interesting. Mm. Because he could heal, he can heal quicker without it. It slows I him down. That, I believe that somebody on the staff suggested that as a joke. Oh, might okay. have been, it might have been Peter David, the Hulk writer, was like, yeah, "Just pull all the pull all the adamantium out." Like Wouldn't the, that be funny? I like the idea of that, though. Oh. I, don't, I don't remember what they did with it specifically. I think he got more violent because yeah. Look, the the adamantium was put in a jar. I think. Okay. I think it was used on somebody else. Right. Yeah. Um, Dakin. We'll talk about him. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, it's interesting that Magneto never thought to do this. Right, yeah. Well, I guess for the pr- previous 20 years. Because, I mean, he fluctuates from how malicious he is. I guess that's you know true, yeah. I mean? Like, uh-huh. sometimes he's whatever, and he's a good guy, and sometimes he's, you know, uh-huh. he's, he's pulling out of anti-matter dudes. But he, yeah, but he, I think maybe that was what, maybe the start of the rise of his healing factor getting out of control. It was, yeah. Because he could... Isn't there a panel in that where he gets hit by a car and he flies through the air <laughs> and he heals before he hits the ground? Ground, exactly. Yeah, is that right? There's a there's a, so the idea what we learn from you know the, all the adamantium's pulled out of him mm. and what the what what is retconned in and what we learn about the, the his power set is that his healing factor is in fact a hundred times more efficient than we'd previously seen. Yeah, and the adamantium was holding that back. Right. So the adamantium, I guess, when you put it in somebody, is poisonous. Mm. And so his healing factor was constantly trying to counteract that, yep. which slowed his healing factor down. So if he got shot with 100 bullets, it would take him a couple of days <laughs> to recover. Now it would be instant. So yeah. there is this, it, it, he does become feral at a certain point and he yep. escapes from uh, you know the, the Professor X's... I think he's in Professor X's mansion or what have you. Sure. And he escapes. Just and he run- roam in the corridors? He just, he just runs through the... He just runs through the... the, the you know, Westchester County, like a madman, and he's hit by a car, and we see he's being observed, like, uh, like medically on a on a big screen, and we yeah. see him get hit by a car. All the bones in his body break. He hurl, he's he's hurled through the air, and then all his bones heal and knit together perfectly by the time he's hit the ground, mm. which I guess is fun for a while. Yes, and then because at that point, and we and then it, it we it's revealed that he has bone he has claws, claws instead yeah. of instead of metal claws. Um, and that, I guess, was fun for a while because he was fighting against these villains who now realize that he was more vulnerable but also less vulnerable. Like, it was a different power set and it confused the villains and sure, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, he couldn't cut, you know, an armored villain up, you know, in half anymore because his bone claws would just break. Mm. But at the same time, they couldn't do it. Like, they could set him on fire with a flamethrower and it'd be fine in one panel or what have yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same... But what happened... What Eventually happens. He got the adamantium back. Mm. Well, he got different adamantium. I was going to say the, the other one was cyber. In a he, jar. Got, he got he got he got his adamantium back from the supervillain cyber, who was a very nineties villain. Who? Why would he put give it back to him? Was it like now you're going to be work for me and you're the ultimate weapon for me? Was it oh no, I think the- Apocalypse kidnapped Cyber and tore his arms off. Uh, was, so Cyber did. Then why did Cyber give Wolverine? The- oh, unwillingly. Apocalypse captured him and oh, okay. tore his arms off. Now I understand yeah. it. But anyway, what happened after that is they put the adamantium back, but nobody told the writers, hey, maybe it's time to ramp down his healing factor again. Right, yeah, yeah. Or maybe they were like, people enjoy it more Yeah. when he's reduced to a skeleton and then put back together again. So let's just keep it in. Which to me was the, the I don't I don't care about this character anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. Boo. Did you read the Death of Wolverine? Where the recent no, one? no. But he's covered. Is he? He's covered with adamantium, and then he is. Yeah, he's uh-huh. uh, he's 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 a big melting man inside a <laughs> inside a. Thing. Where is he? I can't remember. Someone someone grabbed him. Oh, great. I don't remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> to, sure. To be honest, but he he also does still a version of him. Well, there's a couple of versions of him that still exist at the moment. There's X twenty three. Yes. Which is the female clone of him, and there's also Old Man Logan, which is in the current day universe. Right. Okay. So he's not, and he's about to come back in anyway. Regardless. How do we explain that? The old man Logan. Yes. Remember Battle World that happened? Oh recently? yeah, sure. Uh-huh. So all the all the universes collided, and uh-huh. he skipped dimensions. Basically, great. That's I don't know how. Sure. <laughs> it seemed like he just jumped a wall from the comic that I read. Oh yeah. But yeah, apparently it's really good. The, the well, if anyone can jump Logan. a wall through dimensions, it's Wolverine. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So that's fun. Mm. Do you know James Marsden wore platform heels to appear bigger than Hugh Jackman because Marsden's five foot ten and Hugh Jackman's like six one or six two. There you go. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. It's, it's not that fun. That's yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's fine. Hey, Sabretooth, right? Yes. Is it true that he used to turn up and beat Wolverine up on his birthday? <laughs> yes, that is that is a true thing. So, in fact, I think there's a storyline where he shows up and beats up Wolverine on his birthday, and then Wolverine thinks back to the last time it was his birthday, and Sabretooth <laughs> showed up and beat him up. So, Wolverine, despite having lost most of his memories, yes, he has a, he knows when his birthday is, but does he only know because Sabretooth turns up and beats Maybe him up? Maybe that's it. Maybe he doesn't know when his birthday is, and Sabretooth <laughs> just shows up and it's like, "It's your birthday, bitch!" <laughs> Thump. Uh, they also, I saw with that, uh, Chris Claremont said that they considered making him father and son. So Sabretooth was his father. Okay. They've been brothers. And they also, there's an unused uh, idea where Sabretooth is a clone. Every time you see him, he's, he's a clone of a clone. So the real Sabretooth has never been seen. Oh. But he does have this obsession with Wolverine. So every time you see a version of Sabretooth and Wolverine defeats him, it's because he's like a clone of a clone of a clone of a clone. Right, okay. So he's just a watered-down version of the original. Oh. That was an idea that was never that was never um, brought into play. See, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. I would much rather that be an idea. Like, that's a... I, I would love for that to be a, a rumour or a possibility as opposed to saying, actually, here's their deal. Right, okay, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah, yeah, and no, I can understand that, mm. yeah. Mm. Too much going on. Do you have a favourite costume? Yeah, brown and orange. Yeah, why is that though? Because it's brown. Do you like brown? It's pretty good. It's okay, nice. Fair enough. It's earthy. Yeah, it is, you know isn't it? it? Which which cartoon did the brown and yellow costume? Ah, uh, it was Wolverine and the X Men. Okay, think. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's been a, a few versions of that. Well, well, let's talk costumes though. Yes. So there's the original one, the yellow and the blue. Yes. And the red belt. Is that right? No, no, no. Whatever. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'll, I quite like it. I do. I do enjoy it. But there's been some kind of variations on that. There's obviously the movie version, which is just a black leather suit, but it does have the little bits of yellow uh, trim, yeah, Mason, yeah, fun don't little, forget. Fun little reference. But there's also like the X-Force, which is like, I guess he's kind of stealth costume. Yep. He's black mm-hmm. and grey, which is which is all right. So good mm-hmm. on him. He's, he's banging about a bit, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's costume talk. Well, no, we've talked about this before. Yes. But Hugh Jackman also nearly cameoed in Spider-Man 2002, but they couldn't find a suit to do it. So Spider-Man would kind of be in the city and Hugh Jackman Wolverine would have been like, what's what's this? And then that would have moved along. But it, that was in a time, I guess, when they were too concerned about rights and who owned what. Wow. Spider-Man's a Sony movie and the Wolverine movies are Fox, Fox yeah. movies. And there is that outtake from X-Men where Spider-Man turns up. That's right, yeah. That? Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on there. What do you know about what da- do they need? What do they need to find a suit? Yeah, well, he could have just, just been there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sounds like... Hugh Jackman just didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. 
Just go to the shop and buy those fake Wolverine claws where you just hold them in your palm and they come out between your fingers and just be like, oh, it's me, I'm Wolverine. I'm in New York City. But I feel like if that's something that could have happened, that would have opened a door to those universes connecting. Uh Like that would have opened up the dialogue between studios. Like now that's a big deal to kind of build up that relationship. But Mm -hmm. I feel like it could have been, if that had happened, we would have seen very different universes, I think. Potentially. All the same. It's probably the same. What do you know about Dakin, Mason? I know nothing other than it's his son, but he's evil. Correct. And he's got some of his powers and a mohawk. Sometimes. (laughs) You pretty much summarised it. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah. So is he a a biological son? He's not like X-23 where he's a clone. Who's the mother? A Japanese lady whose name I cannot recall. He's just always appropriating that culture. He's, such, he's a weeaboo, Such Mason. a weeaboo. <laughs> God damn it, mate. There's stuff on your own shores. Is he resentful of Wolverine because it's his father and he never loved him or grew up with him? I think so, but also he's just a prick generally. Yeah. yeah. You don't see him much anymore though, do you? As far as I know, I don't remember seeing anything about him. In recent years, maybe he's popped up, but not recently. Yeah. He took Wolverine's place in the Dark Avengers, which oh, was the the, okay. the evil version of the Avengers that that Norman Osborn put together yeah. in order to trick the world into thinking the Avengers were. I don't know. It's a good. It's a good trick. Yeah, right. Who was Captain America? Uh, Norman Osborn was Iron Patriot. Okay. Oh yeah. Which was his combination of Captain America and Iron Man. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Who else is on that team? Uh, the Sentry was on the team as the Sentry. Good. Because he doesn't need an alter ego and he's a real weirdo and he's <laughs> he's got some problems, that guy. Sure. Who knows what teams he's on. Uh, Hawkeye was portrayed by Bullseye. Yep, makes sense. Uh, Spider-Man was portrayed by Venom. Yep, okay. Some others. Oh, some others. Yeah, some others. Okay. Some others that I cannot recall. Okay, fair enough. Man. In, in terms of the movie stuff, though, yes. have you seen the concept art of Mel Gibson as Wolverine? No. The Google it. Just okay, I'm going to give it a Googs. Hang on one second. Yeah, a lot of people have said Mel Gibson for... <laughs> people are loving giving it a Googs, by the way. I know, right? People are eating it up. Yeah. There were, this was in like the late 90s where, uh-huh. you know, that was kind of like, a, what's best case scenario? Oh, of, look at that. Yeah, what's best case wow. scenario? Yeah. They've just reshaped his mullet. Yeah, that's exactly right. I don't like that at all. Oh. No. I think he'd, be, he'd look better now with an old version of I think Wolverine so, true, yeah, too. Than, than, than then. Yeah, so that's from like 97, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, give or take. But there's been a few others that kind of that, that nearly had it. Russell Crowe turned down Wolverine, which uh-huh. I think he's got the temperament, but I don't know. I don't know if that, <laughs> re- I don't know if that really works. No. Uh, Doug Ray Scott, we know we've talked about before, famously <laughs> had to drop out of the role to finish Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, great. And as a result... He's not done anything yeah. since. But like you said, maybe he wouldn't have been the standout character. Exactly, yeah. You know, you, you don't know what, what kind what of... What does he happen. even look like? We don't know. Yeah. No one knows. Hugh Jackman actually auditioned with... You can find the video with a perm because he was doing... I think he was doing like Fiddler on the Roof or something. Right. So when he turned up the next time, they were like, can you not have that hair next time we, <laughs> see, we see you? Yeah. Because you look ridiculous. Also, do you have a, a list of potentials there? Do you also have Glenn Danzig? I do. Yeah. He was approached and he said he he's glad... He, oh, we should, who's he? Do you want to explain who he is? Uh, he's the lead singer of the Misfits? Yeah. And yeah. Danzig. He, and he looks like him. He's like a tiny he's little five four, stocky muscular yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. And he's got the kind of the, the hair and whatever. Sal Wynn. He's also in the band at Sal Wynn. Not familiar. Sam Is that band? Is that his Scar yeah, band? Yeah, that's his Scar band. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, but he said he's glad he didn't do it because he hated it. But he said if he did do it, he would have played it less gay. Great. <laughs> 
Do you know Frank Miller actually caught... I'm running out of facts, Mason, but that's okay. I've okay, got four great. left. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's drag it out. Yeah, let's drag out facts. Wolverine facts. <laughs> uh, Frank Miller coined the phrase, I'm the best at what I do, and what I do is not very good. Don't, yeah. You won't like it when I'm angry. That was in his, I believe, because he had a four-issue limited series, I think, and that yeah. was in that. that right. That's great. Do you like the Frank Miller stuff? Not now, but no. back in the day. <laughs> no, I don't mean... I mean, it's still good if you went back to, like, the classic so, yeah. Frank Miller uh-huh. run. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think... Look, I think... I think the Frank Miller stuff does. I think his solo series in the nineties probably still holds up. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Yes. I mean, maybe yep. not, but I don't know. But that all that stuff laid the groundwork for mysterious origin. Like he kept providing tidbits to his origin without spilling the beans. It was the lost of its generation. Exactly, but better. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. You, you didn't, you didn't especially need answers. I think because you know he was he went to Japan. He was in World War. II. We know he went to. We, we know he was in World War Two. Yeah, but we didn't know exactly how old he was. But Captain America had met him. Exactly, yeah. we knew that. We knew he was abducted by the Canadian government. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew, oh, we knew he was in a special forces team called Team X. Yep, with Saber too. But that's the thing. We, we Which also, is loosely that crap movie. Oh yeah, yeah. X Men Origins Wolverine. I've yeah. heard of that. So he was in. Yeah, he was in it with a whole bunch of people, but he didn't know. Like it, we, he he had all these memories of being in this team with these people. And you know, weren't they false? Or some of them could have been. Some false? of them could have been false. At one point, he goes to a, he ends up in a, like at a warehouse, and it's filled with sets of his memories. Oh god! And he's like, okay, but but also he some of the like Sabretooth and some other people in that team share the same memories. Right. Like they okay. they all remember going to this cabin in the woods with this beautiful woman and blah blah blah. Wait, but what they all, what but happened they, in the cabin? But they all have the memory. Okay. Ah. Oh, so okay. potentially, what it's it's maybe it's one of their memories, but maybe it was constructed for all of them, kind sure. of thing. Maybe it's something they played out four times. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Man, that's so that's that's what I'm that's what I'm enjoying. That's fun. But to to be like no nah, little little man little, little man in Canada, <laughs> Canada, yeah. Do you, do you think there's any... They can't really retcon it again. It's kind of done, isn't it's it? It's done, yeah. It's, it's revealed. He mostly remembers everything now, doesn't he? Remembers he remembers literally everything yeah. now. Yeah. So, Thanks to the uh, the the, uh, the magic of Scarlet Witch. Oh, good on her. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, thanks for nothing, mate. <laughs> now, have you read Age of Ultron? Yes, I have. Because he's the main character of... You wouldn't know it from the movie. Right. But he's the main character... Well, one of the main uh-huh. characters of Age of Ultron. He's the one who gets... Who travels through time or does most of the time travel to kill Hank Pym to stop him from creating Ultron. Uh-huh. And in the process, he creates a whole lot of parallel universes, like more horrific than the one that he came from. Right. Where Ultron's taken over. One where like Tony Stark's been torn in half. Oh yeah, like, that's and, right. Yeah, and he's this like horrible dictator and, and whatever. And in the end, there ends up being multiple versions of himself because he goes back in time to stop himself from killing That's right. Hank Pym. And then in doing so, there's... You can't have two Wolverines. So the Wolverine who went to the horrible version of the future or the present or whatever allows himself to be killed by the one that he stopped yes. killing Hank Pym, if uh. that makes sense. I actually did a video, Mason. You'd be interested to check it out on my YouTube channel. It's like all the different ways you can kill Wolverine. You could check that out right maybe, now. Maybe, maybe I will. You can't. I haven't finished it. You can't. Oh. I've said this before, but it will be ready. I'll link it below for people who are having a having a listen. Give it a googs, mate, and just see it. <laughs> okay, it's great. It's right there, but it's also linked below. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I got one more. It's not a good one. Oh, I should have ended on this one. <laughs> Devastating. So it's not a good one. It's fine. 
Uh, Let's wo- make something of it. Here we go. The wo- <laughs> I'm rubbing my hands together with glee with the amazing content we're going to produce with this last thing. Here we go. The Wolverine, the film, started as a prequel to X-Men, which you probably know because at the end of X-Men Origins, he goes to Japan and he's in a Hawaiian shirt. That's right, yeah. So that's what I thought. always thought it was going to be, but then they decided to make it a sequel to not be ha- hamstrung by the other films, mm. which I think is also the idea with the Logan. Yeah, I hate how all the X-Men films are hamstrung by continuity, you know? <laughs> If you care about continuity, they are. But yeah, I guess if if not, I think that's why this this director James Mangold, he's just like, can we just? I'm just going to set my movies away from the other ones. And also, as we know, Wolverine, massive weeaboo, <laughs> gone to Japan heaps. He can't stay away from Japan. He's he getting loves a their sword. technology. He loves their fancy toilets. He loves their old Japanese men in a big silver robot. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he doesn't. He love. loves a capsule hotel. <laughs> yes, he does. He loves use- vending machines filled with creepy stuff. <laughs> Have you ever used one of those toilets? The no, Japanese toilets? No, they're no. amazing. Like, they've got all the buttons. It's, it's incredible. I bet. Great. They're a, wonderful, they're a wonderful piece of technology. Mm-hmm. If we could get some sponsorship for that, I'd be bang bloody up for it. Uh-huh. Any more facts, Mason? Otherwise, we're going to have to move on. I'm sorry. Uh, can I recommend some Wolverine stories? That I, think I would right? love that. Uh, there is one from, oh, bloody hell. Like 1980? Okay. It's an uncanny X-Men storyline. It's called Alone. It's X-Men 132. Yep. Uh, and it's basically, uh, it's all the, um, the, the Hellfire Club has basically shut down all the other X-Men. Like they've taken them all down. Right. And Wolverine's the only one left. Okay. But again, this is the time when he was just a scrappy, like a scrappy dude. A with scrappy knockabout. Exactly. And so he has to go into the Hellfire Club and uh, just just rescue everybody. It's yeah. Real, it's a real good story. It's is there good. lots of murder? There's a, there's a little bit of it's a little bit, little bit of murder. Yeah. Do yeah. you like? Do you not like how they PGified him in a lot of ways? I yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want yeah. more blood, more mm-hmm. guts? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Any yeah. others? But anyway, it was kind of it was kind of cool. Uh, there's the the Weapon X storyline. Yep, sure. Which yeah. is um, like it's 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 his ex it's his Weapon X origin and it's his escape from from the Weapon X facility. Right. And it's by Barry Windsor Smith, so which, whose art you'd recognise, which is the very kind of very gritty kind of very. I could. I, that's just red from here. Oh, there's, a little, <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. <laughs> Barry, Barry Windsor Smith is probably... It looks like a magic eye. Yeah. Barry Windsor Smith's known for his, like, you know, Conan-style kind of barbarian right. art and that, and that sort that, of stuff. That's so. the cover where he's got the computer on his head. And yes. He's naked yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Another one, yeah. Yeah. And that's also good because it doesn't explain his origin. Correct. It's just like, this is a thing that happened to him mm-hmm. that he probably remembers, I guess, because, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. How did he end up losing his memories? Was it just different experiments? Because in the movies, we know he had a bullet to the brain. Oh, that's right. It was two adamantium bullets to the brain. Correct. Uh, no, it's just. A, I think it's just a combination of trauma and right. human beings probably shouldn't be alive for that long. Yeah, yeah it's probably yeah, both them things. Mm. I, I was and, and being paper. Like I, I, I like the idea that it's a combination of trauma and his memory being papered over with false memories. Yeah, and you know, you know, you know what I mean. I was reading a thing where actually, even if you've got an adamantium skull and you got hit in the head, it wouldn't protect you. Because, no, your brain had turned to mush. Well, exactly, because it's not because it's. It's the movement of your brain, which which is not good. Yeah, like so, uh-huh. it doesn't matter. It's like if you're in a car and you, the car's made of pure metal. Yeah, you still get shredded. You still yeah. get bounced around inside. If you if you're in if you're in an accident, and that's it's, you kind of see that next men too, where Wolverine takes a bullet to the head. Yes. and he just goes down. Exactly, which I kind of like. Like it just, it, I mean, he gets up obviously quicker than a person should or <laughs> at all. But yeah, I, I like that. I, I kind of like that aspect of it. That yeah, he's not he's not invincible. 
or is he? Oh, very good. Yes, he is. He's yeah. in the Except story. for his brain, which can take an adamantium <laughs> bullet, but won't kill him. Yeah, that's right. That's my favourite line in that movie, I feel. What? Where... He says, don't, and then he gets shot in the head? No, it's the point where... <laughs> Uh, I think it's it's strikers like use this gun and shoot him in the head. Oh, a different. Like I was thinking of two. Sorry, uh, yeah. go on. Uh, use use this and shoot him in the head. And they're like, it won't kill him. And they're like, yeah, but it'll destroy his memories. Great. You know that, do you? Great. Also, I, I in the I did this in the video. Spoiler left that video I made. If you wanted to get a bullet in his brain, you could just shoot him through the eye socket or up his nose or up his nose in his mouth in his mouth. E holes. Uh, as a character, yay or nay. Which would, like, in total, in general, out of all the medias. Look, yay. I yay. enjoy I enjoy his colourful backstory when I don't know all of it. Well, now you do, man. Now I do, so now that's a shame. you enjoy it. You know what I'd like? When they inevitably bring him back in the comic books, yep. power him down a little. Okay, fair enough. Just say, look, he's been trapped in this adamantium cocoon for a while, yeah. and his powers have waned quite a bit. Well, he's, he didn't have powers when he went in. Oh, well, then so he's... So they've come yeah. back, but they're not great. Great. Fantastic. Good work, everybody. Mm-hmm. I also say yay. Yay. Okay, we've definitively decided. <laughs> yay to Wolverine. You know what it's time for, then? Oh, what are we reading? What are we going to read? Oh, a fantastic segment. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? <laughs> what did you read? I've been reading heaps of comics this week. What I like to do is I listen to our friends uh, Levins and Siobhan over at C- uh, Serious Issues Podcast. It's a great podcast. And then that I, both of us have been on. That's right. And I, I ignore all their, their, their nay suggestions, Yeah, all the bad stuff. So mm. they, they read the bad stuff so I don't have to. Yeah. And I just read the good ones. So I've been reading some good stuff this week. What do you I, I read, um, we've talked about DC, I've got a, an imprint called Young Animal, which is like their... Uh, it's like their new Vertigo kind of situation. Their Mature Ages oh. comic book. Uh, there's four out now, and they're all sort of variously attached to the regular DC universe. But I've been—I read the first three issues of Mother Panic, mm. which is set in Gotham City, like in the regular continuity. Who's Mother Panic? Well, Mother Panic is uh, her name's Violet. She is a she's a she's an heiress to a to a, a wealthy family in Gotham because that's, that's the dream. That's you, you're two options in Gotham. You can either be a scion of a wealthy family dynasty or you can live in the slums. They're your, yes. two, your two options in Gotham. Uh, and so when she was a child, her father took her on a hunting expedition. He was killed in mysterious circumstances. Yep. Uh, and her mother has Alzheimer's, so she was taken to live in like a... A, a deer beat him to death? Well... I mean, it's revealed in the first three okay, issues, but okay, I don't okay, want to okay. spoil sure. it for anyone. Um, and so she is, she's sent off to a, a weird boarding school, and like years later, she's back in Gotham, yeah. and she's taken this identity, Mother Panic, uh, and she... Is she a mother? No. she's a, Well, we don't know yet. It's appropriating motherhood, Mason. Isn't it, though? I yeah. Not like the most it. beautiful thing of all. <laughs> uh, and she's, she's basically got... She, Arrow style, she's got a list of people she's going to take down for various reasons that we don't 100% know yet. Okay. But she's got like... She's got, a, she's got a cool costume. She's got mysterious superhuman strength for some reason. Have you seen her before? Is she a new character? She's a new character. Cool. Yeah. And she's got like a... Like a Hover bike kind of a hover bike kind of a glidey hover a bike kind, kind of, of hover bike. Well, it's like a it's like it's like a it's like a imagine a motorcycle all white with wings. It can fly. Hover bike, hover bike. Yeah, I get exactly. You. Okay, yeah, that's cool. right. That's great. Uh, and she's she's on the radar of the Bat family, who are kind of like nudging because she's she's got a real bad attitude. Are they kind of like who this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's a lot of video calls that are like who this. <laughs> um, but she there, so they're sort of. They're, they're on. She's on their radar, and they're kind of because she's like she's kind of like it's a revenge mission. Yeah, but they're kind of nudging her towards heroism. Which is, is she a murderer? Kind of, 
Uh, I'd rather not say. Okay then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good. Uh, art's great. Uh, it's got it's got it's got the vibe of. There was a series in the nineties called Aztec. Yeah. Which was about this this new hero on the scene, kind of integrating with the rest of the DC universe. It's kind of got that vibe, and it's it's, it's fun and it's. Art's great. It's nice. Sounds real, choice. Real yeah, it is. It is choice. Good. Good work. What have you been reading? I got some other stuff, but I wait to see what you've been reading okay. and or watching. Well, speak. I've, I've been watching Wolverines. I did watch Wolverines own Mel Gibson directed Hacksaw Ridge. What do you think? That one? It's good. Like it is. Um, he's a good director. Like as much yes. as he is a bad bloke. He's not in it. No, he's not. What's it about? Okay, it's about a a man. Great. In World War Two. Finally. But he's a conscientious objector. Great. And he refuses to pick up a gun. He just wants to go to World War Two, but as a medic, uh-huh. that's in here. It's against his religion and he, and his own personal beliefs that he doesn't want to kill another person. Okay, like a coward. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Great. So they're all like, "You're no good for the army. We're going to drum you out." But he's like, "It's my civic duty, and I'm going to do it." So he ends up doing it, and he goes there. And then in the movie, he does he, he performs an incredibly heroic action over over the course of this one battle. And and look, it's a, it's it's a it's a really compelling film and and whatever and a, and and a, you know it's. Well, that's and the note of a compelling movie. film. If it's a really compelling film and whatever, <laughs> yeah, but and uh, I was interested to find out how much of this guy is real, and a lot of it is real. But it's right. also kind of like it's like the same way with like say the Bra- Braveheart. Or, I thought you were going to say the Brady Bunch. Yeah, the Brady Bunch, where it's not as real as you think, Mason. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a it's a slice of society which may not be entirely accurate. So, but they've kind of condensed his history into kind of this one battle. Oh, okay, cool. And he does end up saving like multitudes of people, but it was over three weeks. Like it was an amazing feat that uh-huh. in real life, I don't know why they kind of can i guess they they could portray three weeks in the span of two hours (laughs) you can't movie world because you'd have to make a three-week movie it's impossible impossible so look i i definitely think it's uh it's worth checking out um it's funny because they refused to kind of make a story about this guy's life before because he was like no because it wouldn't be accurate because they Uh wanted to take out the kind of the religious element of it and if Uh you want to get a bloody religious film mate give it to give give it to to old melly gibbs He'll he'll make it happen, but he also made like quite a lot of significant changes. But I guess because the guy died, and yeah, uh, right. Um, so now they just kind of like he died in like two thousand six. They were like, eh, we'll just do, we'll just make the 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 best the best movie. But Mel mm. Gibson's movies aren't always known for their his historical movies aren't always known for their historical accuracy. That's true. Braveheart, The Patriot, Payback, Lethal Weapon, Passion of the Christ, Passion of the Christ. Oh, that is that accurate. Who knows? Who, I was, who knows, Mason? Is is there a scene where one of the characters has to endure a whole bunch of just torture? Yes, and, of course there is, <laughs> but not to the extent of like it's the more kind of, of like, it's more kind of like beatings and, and oh great, because well. they're like you're a coward, mm-hmm. uh, not Toby Maguire. What's his name? The other Toby spot, Maguire, you're a coward. Yeah, Andrew, spot, Andrew Garfield, who's really good. Yeah, he's really good in it. Mm-hmm. So uh, and there's a lot of Australians in it. You, like Richard Roxburgh's in it. Great. There's the Hugo Weaving. Do you think they're friends? They're definitely friends. Sam Worthington's in it, and huh. he's good. He's great in a supporting role. That's what he should do. Supporting, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's quite good. That, you've never mentioned that. Why are you saying that's what you're talking about? Yeah, I've never said it. <laughs> okay. What else you got? Uh, I read also uh, The Wildstorm, mm. which is DC's reboot of uh, Image's Wildstorm universe. Right, right. But as one 24-issue limited series, it's going to be apparently. And that's it. It's done forever. Well, we don't know. Uh, is it good? Yeah, so far it's good. So it's Warren cool. Ellis, yeah, who yeah. I'm a big fan of. Great. Uh, John Davis Hunt on the art. And it's sort of... A few years ago, um, Warren Ellis attempted to reboot the new, Marvel's New Universe right. as a single series called New Universal. And there were a couple of great issues and then his laptop died or something. <laughs> there was some crisis involving scripts. and He should have uploaded it to the cloud, it, mate. He should have put it in the cloud, exactly. And then 
the artist dropped off because he had other projects while Warren Ellis was rewriting it, etc. And then the whole project fell apart. Boom. So hopefully it doesn't happen with this. Um, right. So it's like a it's a retelling of a lot of the uh, characters from like Wildcats and the Authority and uh, so far. And uh, okay, yeah, it's a there, there are some there are characters you'd recognize. Characters who have you know sort of brand new looks. So it's Warren Ellis in the way that most of the characters are Warren Ellis. How many issues are there so far? Just one, just, just one, one so far. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I'm 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 liking it so far. It's a little bit jarring because we've we've seen some characters who are sort of markedly different power wise, yeah. and sort of personality wise. So it is a clean reboot. Yeah, totally. Okay, yeah. so it's not like remember when he did this. So you don't need to know anything. No, else. and it's interesting because some of the Wildstorm characters have been introduced into the DC universe proper, like Disagree. Midnight and Apollo. That is true, actually. Uh, and this is a, this is apparently a completely separate universe. Okay, so I don't know if they're going to use well, new, they... new versions of Midnight and Apollo, or just not have them at okay. all. Or... But everything's kind of folding in on itself in the DC universe. Yes, Watchmen's, right. Maybe it'll all cross over. Oh, I great! Know. I hope so. <laughs> I don't. But yeah, like as someone who's kind of a big fan of especially the Authority and Planetary and stuff like that, yeah. some of these new characters are a little bit jarring because they're obviously you know used to these other characters and they've right, yeah. rebooted them. But it, it seems like a lot of fun. So that's okay. Fantastic. Uh, gonna, gonna gonna read that. Do you think then maybe this would be the appropriate time to do some letters? Yes, but I have one more thing. What, what else? What else? Um, oh, I uh, God Country. Yep, been reading that. Been reading good, right? Two issues, yep. And also I started reading Ether, which is a story about a man who can tra- traverse across to another universe, like a universe of fun and magic, where he's kind of this detective kind of adventurer hero. Right. But while he's there, his, his real life has fallen apart. So in, in the real world, he's just kind of like this homeless bum. Okay, great. Great. It's, it's good. So he can't exist in the same the universe at the same time? No. Like when he goes and he's really gone for two weeks and he comes back and he's like, exactly, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, my job. My I live on the streets now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's, okay, after that, it's time for letters. The classic one was, Letters, oh, letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a takeaway. Hang on to here right now. We're going to do letters. A little bit of a peek behind the curtain there. Yeah. Uh, earlier on, the the recorder we used stopped recording, and we panicked for a little bit. We lost like two minutes. So that was so. While our famous letters segment theme was playing, I was pointing frantically at at the <laughs> yeah. recorder and be like, "Is it still going? Is it still? Is it still going?" And it is. Yeah, great. If fantastic. You're to this, it absolutely it's is. still still going, mate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? The thing about this Zoom, Mason. What's that? We talked about when it stops recording. The old one, it used to. The sound used to cut out in my ears. Yeah. This one doesn't. Doesn't. It just keeps going. So maybe I, maybe it's because this one was dropped. Yeah. Maybe somebody dropped a microphone on and cracked the screen, Mason. Maybe that's what happened. It, it wasn't, wasn't it, you. It wasn't me. No, I know that. <laughs> Uh, do you want to do your letter first from the mailbag? Okay, now we were, we were talking about uh, some some stuff that was looking up in the DC Cinematic Universe yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, so this yeah. is from Arthur Hand. Uh, he says something nice about the show. Uh, one of his favourite things to listen to... What did to he is, say? Uh, one of his favourite things to listen to is oh. you guys discussing the DCCU. So here's the question. DC is a habit in the movie of killing off names like Mercy Graves or Jimmy Olsen in their first movie. Are there any characters that you'll be af- you're afraid will get the axe before they have a chance to shine? Afraid? Yeah. Nah, I think just go for broke, mate. <laughs> just, <Wow. laughs> just uh, he, his personal fear is they'll kill Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern movie oh. and then they'll move Jon Stewart in straight away. Okay. Yeah. That's, a, that's an absolute possibility. It definitely is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah totally. Which I just, is, I mean, we've seen Hal Jordan already Yeah. and it would be nice to see him... In a there was a in rumor this that, universe, but also it would be nice to see John Stewart in this universe. So, well, I guess that's what the green, my hands are tied. The Green Lantern Corps movie is going to be 
hopefully a, you know a bunch of them put together uh-huh. apparently in the justice league movie there was a rumor this week that there's going to be a version of green lantern in that but it's going to be one of the weirder ones or with it, like it's not going to be hal jordans or whatever so maybe a ganort maybe ganort what's the one who's just a big eye or a big planet or something um, uh, 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 i'll think of it in a second who cares mogo 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 yeah is it mogo killawog yeah killer could be killawog yeah it could be you Do know you... it could be it could just be Bruce Wayne opening up a spreadsheet and it's a list of all the Greenlands <laughs> names. Oh, you know, Mogo. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Gnort because yeah, they're just right. like we've got a little furry little creature as well. That's and uh, speaking of this, I, I uh, our, our Artie, our mate Artie Hand right here, he might have a a good point in that mm. if things if if DC maybe are planning on rebooting this universe anyway right. at some point. They might be like, who cares if we kill Hal Jordan? Mm. Who cares if we kill Nightwing or Robin or anyone? Yeah. If we're just going to reboot it again later. What does it matter? Yeah, yeah. that's a really good point. Are you okay, Mogo gonna... is a small heritage town in the south coast region of the state of New South Wales, Australia. I, yeah, that's what I meant. The Greenland. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone you're afraid, though, that they're going to murder? Like a favourite of yours that's going to kick the bucket? I mean, uh, they've killed Superman already. I reckon they might introduce Damien Wayne and then kill him straight away. Really? Maybe. Okay, fair enough. Well, that would that, well, that would make Batman sad, wouldn't it? Mm. Do you think they'd go as far to, like, kill an Alfred? Oh, they might. That's true. Mm. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Oh, can I... If, if we can digress, and if this show is nothing else, it's a series of digressions. You know worry. how I love... You know, I love a, a meme. Yes. I love a comic book meme on Instagram. Yeah. I just love memes so much. It has to be convoluted, though. Well, this one isn't so much convoluted, but it is... It's. I just... Because I, I... After a while, all the convoluted, aggressive ones sort of blur after a while. Yeah. So I don't, I don't... I ignore some of them. But this one, it's from Batman underscore updates on Instagram, and it just says, Do you like how Alfred assists Batman with his missions? And then it's just then it's just a it's just a collage of pictures of Jeremy Irons doing stuff in the in the Batman. I movies. guess so. Is that I a guess meme? I, do. <laughs> is that, is, I don't think no, this guy knows meme. what a meme no, is. That's a meme. That's a meme. <laughs> that's accidentally a meme. Do you like it though? <laughs> I, I yeah. Do you? I do. I do guess. you like how he assists Batman in his missions? I know I do. It's pretty great, right? <laughs> that's an A plus. That's an A plus comic book meme, if you ask me. Because it's, it. it People interact with it. Yeah, that's I assume right. there's ten thousand. There's two hundred sixty-seven comments, and I assume all of. Them, and this this has seven thousand seven hundred likes. Wow. So I'm assuming underneath every every comment is either yes or no. Right. Yeah. Because that's you want people to interact. You know what I mean? You do. What are we talking about? But you can't. If you want to email the show, we've opened up the mailbag. It's weeklyplanetpod at gmail. Just like our friend, whoever emailed Arthur them. Hand. Arthur Ham. Mm-hmm. Ham? Hand. Ham. With hand. an M. Ham. No, no, hand, like your hand. Like ham. Yeah, like Burr. John Ham. John Ham. Yes. Okay, I got it. Great. <laughs> you can also contact us on Twitter at hashtag... Mogo is the Greenland planet. Excellent. And okay. the town. Yeah. Uh, you can also contact us on Twitter, hashtag weekly planet pod. That's right. I got another DC question here, Mason. This is from Jai Smith. Ooh. Who is smarter, Superman or Batman? Batman. But yes, Superman has amazing processing powers yeah. of calculation. But you think Batman can think outside the box? I think that's true. Is that what it is? And I also, well, I, th- I think it de- would depend on which era of Superman and Batman, because in the sort of Silver Age, Superman was smarter and better and stronger and faster and had more powers yeah. than anyone. He was a Kanye West song. There was no, yes, exactly. There was no reason for anybody else to exist at all. Right. And yeah. so that was the that was the version of Superman that oh I need a 
I need a gadget to help me with this. Well, I'll just invent it and build it <laughs> yes. in the span of one second. Kind right, of thing. right, yeah. And so in that version, of course, Superman's smarter. Yeah. But in the modern day, it's I reckon it's Batman. What about if you pitted Christian Bale, Batman, yes. against 70s era Christopher Reeve, Superman? Who's smarter? <laughs> All right. Uh, I think Batman's much smarter in that instance, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, Superman was tricked into opening a box. <laughs> exactly. Why would you open the box? Don't open the box, mate. It's it's interesting that Lex Luthor didn't open the box himself because he could have. Yeah, with his he, hands. Yeah, Superman could have just turned up and he could have just had it the kryptonite ready. Just yeah. be like, this is for you. Yeah. Superman probably could have also scoped out the situation. Yeah. And either seen a box that he could see through or a box that he couldn't see through. Which is what he it, said. Assumed it was bad well, the, and he, nuked it with heat vision. Yeah. Well, he they assumed it was like he wanted to know what was in it. Mm-hmm. Like, because he saw that he couldn't see through it, and then he yeah. opened it anyway. What a dummy. Christian Bale Batman wouldn't open a box. He gets stabbed. Yeah, he's a lot. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Gets attacked by dogs. he was dogs. stab-proof, but yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not. Uh, this is from Christopher Gonzalez. If there was a script leak, script leak in uh, in Infinity Wars, do you think that would change it? Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. No. Do you think they just roll? I think they just roll on. I think they just roll on. I mean, we kind of know how that storyline's going to go anyway. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they'd probably tweak it, yeah. you know, to kind of keep people guessing. But They might tweak it if one of the characters died, maybe? Right, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Like, if we knew the Captain Mer- But then again... Most people don't even read the leak script. I, look, I, I know I wouldn't read it. Yeah, like, same. Remember when, like, Quentin Tarantino's Hateful Eight leaked? I didn't read it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not reading it. I'd rather see it when it when. Did it you refer to it out. just then as the Painful Eight? Because it kind of was. <laughs> I should have. Yeah. I didn't love it. Mm. But yeah, but I, I'd rather I'd rather not. I, I don't mind like flicking through a script that like never was. Like an old yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I'm not, why would you spoil but it? But also the same, I, if a script does leak or a plot mm. point does leak, we are going to get a million, uh, you know, variety in EW and comic book, what mm. have you, articles that are like, you'll never guess who dies in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Infinity that's War. True, and they'll be yeah. like, well, somebody dies. So. Yeah, thanks a lot, Joe. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Also, when something leaks, I guess you don't know which version of it it is. You know, that's true. So, it might be the first draft. Yeah. They've long binned. That, that's maybe why they found it, because it was that, in the bin. That's right. Mm-hmm. Long in the bin. Yeah. Is that the show, though? I think that is the show. I don't mind if it is. It is. Okay, good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Next week, Logan, send us your thoughts via email or text message. No spoilies. No spoilies. Or Twitter, actually. <laughs> any, any, any way you, you, you want to do it. Any way you want it. it. It's nothing but good things. Universal praise, Mason. So I'm, I'm expecting the highest of high art. Then I'm expecting to be let down because that's always what happens. All right, then. If somebody <laughs> says something's the best thing, I'm looking at you, Hunt for the Wilder People. It's fine. I thought you were going to say Hunt for Red October. Hunt for Red October. They said it was the best Jack Ryan movie. They said it was a silent submarine, but I could hear it. I could still hear it. I could still hear it. You could hear everybody talking on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I haven't seen it. Or have I? It doesn't matter. Give the message. Where can people do the thing? that they do to support us. Oh, show. you can find us on Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook and Twitter and Gmail and Bandcamp. I'm doing uh, my hand solo dance. He's doing the hand solo dance. If you'd like to support James doing his little hand solo dance. This chair creaks too much. Yeah, if you'd like if you'd like to support James getting a non-creaky chair so he can do his little hand solo dance, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Like a stealth submarine. If you want to chuck in a buck. Yep. If you want to... Uh, 
If you want to also support the show, you can go, you can click on the Amazon affiliate link that's in our episode description if you want to buy maybe some of those classic Wolverine stories. Yeah. Some of which are pretty good. You should buy maybe maybe track down five fabulous decades of Marvel comics. That's actually a pretty pretty good read. Pretty good, pretty interesting I mean, it's, one. I mean, it's 25 years past use by date, sure. but uh, it's still, still pretty good. What are you, ageist? A little bit. Not you, I meant. Yeah. Anyway, you just click on that and you go through to regular Amazon. You buy whatever you want. We get a kickback somehow. Uh, what else? Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for our themes. Yep. Thanks to everybody who tweets us, send in some nice art, sends in bloody, bloody anything. Bits know? and bobs. Bits and bobs. Yep. Pretty great. Uh, Thanks to everybody who likes and subscribes and tells people about it. Yep. Thanks to everybody who donated, who's donated already to our Movember. Also, we, also we should mention a few people have asked um, when's it coming out when we do the when we do this live show. And then also we'll do the Q and A after yes. that. Yeah. So and the donation. Uh, well, you have to is... click the box to email yes. to contact. Yep. Uh, it's it's in the details, but otherwise we, I can't contact you regardless. Exactly. And also uh, the the campaign's going to continue, I think, until a month after yeah. the live show. Yeah. So it's it's open for a while. So. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thanks for everybody who's donated. Yeah. We've blown through the bloody bloody first week. Bloody. How did we do it? How did we do it? Well, we didn't do anything. How did we do it? <laughs> Their listeners did everything. I just don't know how we do the it. The weekly wackadoos did everything. That's it. Uh, oh, Raw Collins did a new animation as well. Yes, he did. Said. It's yeah. a hate mail one. I Check it, it out on his uh, YouTube channel. I'll link that below also. Very good. Very good. Very good. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Grab that, Jimmy, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.